We understand that the enemy will not rest and will try to attack. Every single team member has gone through stuff this last couple of months, you know, and, and the enemy's been trying to hit one after another. But, man, they stand firm. And when you see them up here, you say, man, they have it all together. If you only knew what they've had to go through, and yet they lift up a praise unto the Lord, God renews them and blesses them. So keep our worship team in prayer that God will just continue to be with them. Hey, today, yeah, yeah, so please, when you have a moment and you see them out there, just, just say thank you. Thank you for all that you do. It goes a long way. It does go a long way. We want to thank you for being here today. We welcome all of you here to God's house. And today we're going to just get into, man, I believe what God is just stirring up in our hearts, in our spirits. And let me get into the word today for the next few moments. Uh, we're going to read something that we've been talking about for the last month and a half on Wednesdays and on Sundays. Well, it just ties together. Today's title sermon for the title of this message today is this. The title for today's message is, There is Joy in the Womb. There's joy in the womb. We're going to read from Luke chapter 1, 39 and on. And see what the Word of God says for us today. Verse 39 says, A few days later, Mary hurried to the hill country of Judea, to the town where Zechariah lived, she entered the house and greeted Elizabeth. At the sound of Mary's greeting, Elizabeth's child leaped within her, and Elizabeth was filled with the Holy Spirit. Powerful. You can understand there was something that was transpiring here at this particular moment. 400 years had passed of pure silence. The people had no idea if God was hearing them, if God was there for them, if God was with them. No prophetic voices, no prophets, no preaching, nothing. For 400 years, it was known as the years of silence. And in the midst of all that silence, uh, the silence broke when the angel Gabriel appeared. And appeared to do two different people, to Zechariah, the high priest, and to Mary, a young virgin that was engaged to be married. And brought news to them that was about to change the destiny of humanity. This is a result of that breaking of the silence. Mary experienced something in her. Elizabeth had something in her that had, she had not experienced before. All of a sudden we see Mary carrying Jesus. Elizabeth carrying John the Baptist. And they met. But I want you to understand that Jesus did not meet John the Baptist for the first time in a playground. Jesus met John for the very first time when both of them were in their mother's womb. Isn't that powerful? In other words, they were both in the process. They were both in transit and they were both being developed. They were both actually underdeveloped and yet a connection took place. 
that prompted and moved the Holy Spirit to fill and activated a holy joy. What does that teach us? And what does that say for us today? Here it is. Very simple. You don't have to be fully developed to be able to bless somebody. The spiritual sense and in our walk with the Lord, get this. You don't have to be fully developed to be able to bless someone. You don't have to be fully out of the process itself to activate joy in somebody else. You don't have to be complete in the eyes of man in order to be filled with the Spirit of God. Even in the womb, Jesus blessed John. In the womb, John was filled. In the womb, John, he leaped and jumped for joy. In the womb, Jesus provoked the Holy Spirit to fill Elizabeth, John's mom. You don't have to come out of whatever it is that you're going through to be able to leap for joy. You don't have to come out of whatever it is that you are going through in order to be able to leap for joy. There is joy in the womb. There is joy, in other words, uh, in the process. There is joy in the development process. Uh, there is Holy Spirit joy outpouring that takes place in the midst of uh, of the process. You see, God will still bless you and fill you while you are underdeveloped. God will still bless you, fill you, use you, even when you are underdeveloped. Maybe you have not measured up to what man thinks. Maybe you're not at the status of other people. Maybe you're not at, at that level that other people are yet. That does not stop God from filling, using, blessing your life. You've got to get that into your spirit. You don't have to come out of whatever it is that you're going through in order to connect with people that are going to help you fulfill the purpose God has given you in your life. You don't have to be out of in order for those connections to come. You see, Jesus was behind John as far as in, in the times of being birthed. Jesus was days and John was already six months. Yet in the midst of that, Jesus poured into, invested into John, sold into John, and released a, a blessing on him. The connection that was taking place in the womb, while they were both in a womb, it led to a relationship between Jesus and John that changed the world itself. See, John the Baptist was about preparation. Jesus was a revelation. John the Baptist was about preparing the way. Jesus was the way. Yet, it was so phenomenal to see how God was at work with, this, with all this because the God of the process is also the God of the outcome. 
the God that designed you is the same God that will develop you. That is who God is. That is how God works. In other words, the same God that develops you is the same God that will deliver you. And once you are born with his destiny inside of you, check this out. He will defend you. That is uh, the God uh, that we are serving. So we learn from this uh, is this, uh, that we don't have to wait to come out in order to be filled with the joy that Jesus can give in you. You see, it's not only God with, but it is God in. And if we ever needed a time to not only have God with us, but God in us, it is today. We need God in our homes. We need God in mom. We need God in dad. We need God in our children. We need God in our family. We need God in our church. We need Jesus back in. Not only around with. So there was an encounter that took place. There was something that was developing there. That was taking place. And so we understand that God is working out the process. He's working out things in the midst of the womb. There's connections that are taking place. But it doesn't stop there. Because the Bible says that there was an encounter that took place. There was a greeting that took place. Mary went to go visit Elizabeth, her cousin. And I want you to understand this. Because I hope that. We can break it down enough to be able to get a hold of this. Mary greeted Elizabeth in Luke chapter 1, verse 39, 40, 41. There was a greeting that took place. Let me ask a question. How old was Jesus when this took place? How old was he? Mary visited Elizabeth. Not months or weeks, but watch this. A few days after the angel Gabriel gave her the word. Do not despise small beginnings. I'll say that again. Do not despise small beginnings. So how old was he? How old was Jesus when this took place? He was but a few days old. Jesus was but a cell, if you will. But even Jesus, watch this, in the cell, even Jesus in the cell had enough power to provoke John to jump inside the womb. Even Jesus in that cell had enough power to fill Elizabeth with the Spirit of God. Even in that small beginning, do not despise small beginnings. It may be small, but if Jesus is in it, if it is full of Jesus, if it honors Jesus, if it glorifies Jesus, it can, it will, it must do great things. So get this, church, get this. If Jesus in a cell can prompt a baby to leap with joy, can cause two people to be filled with the Spirit of God. Imagine how much more the fullness of the knowledge of Jesus Christ can do in your life, 
in your family, in our church, in our generation, being fully developed and fully grown, exalted at the right hand of the Father. Imagine that Jesus flowing in us what he can do now. If Jesus in a cell could do that, can you imagine what he can do now? That he has been glorified at the right hand of the Father? One cell can change the lives of people. One drop of the blood of Jesus can cleanse away any and every sin in humanity. One mention of the name of Jesus can cause devils to tremble, can cause darkness to flee, can cause sickness to leave that body. One little thing can do great things. One lunch bag with two fish and five loaves of bread can feed the multitude. One word can say to the dead man, come out, and that dead will rise again. Can I tell you one word, be healed, can cause leprosy to fall off. One word, receive your sight, can cause the sight to the blind to be recovered once again. I'm telling you, one small thing in the hands of God can be greater. Jesus in the small can make great things. So do not despise small beginnings. Pastor, if you only knew my life, if you only knew how little education I have, if you only knew how messed up my family, it doesn't matter. I want you to understand one small thing in God's hands can do great things. So I, I don't want you to despise small beginnings. But it doesn't stop there because the conversation continued on. Verse 42 says this, Elizabeth gave a glad cry and ex exclaimed to Mary, God has blessed you above all women, and your child is blessed. Why am I so honored that the mother of my Lord should visit me? When I heard your greeting, the baby in my womb jumped for joy. You are blessed because you believed that the Lord would do what he said. Watch this. This is powerful here. When my miracle connects with your miracle, Watch out, because all things are possible. When my miracle connects with your miracle, watch out, devil, because all things are possible. Mary was barely pregnant. Elizabeth had been pregnant for six months. But the moment they met, the moment they met, Elizabeth was filled with the Spirit of God. And the baby, John the Baptist, inside the womb, jumped with joy. Mary received the word. Elizabeth received the word. And the moment they met, the Holy Spirit shows up. And when the Holy Spirit shows up, something takes place in the womb, in the individual. Elizabeth was filled with the Spirit, and John, that baby in the womb, jumps for joy the moment they met. Mary had a miracle inside of her 
that was yet to be born, but it was alive. Elizabeth had a miracle inside of her that was yet to be born, but it was alive. And the moment they connected, the moment they interacted, the moment they came together, the Holy Spirit shows up in a powerful way. The baby reacts to it inside the womb. Says, hey, I, have, I haven't experienced this before, and I know it's not the burrito that mom ate. I know it's not that pizza late at night. It's something that is flowing all over me, that baby said. John said, I, I can't resist this. I've got to jump, leap. And there was a leaping, a jumping that took place inside of him. Because whatever the mom feels, the baby's going to feel. So it not only filled Elizabeth, but it flowed into her son. What was in her filled what was in her. The question is, what are you filled with today? What are we filling our lives here today? She was filled with the Spirit. The baby leaps for joy. So there was a connection that took place. Can I tell you that connection? Kingdom connections matter. Let me just say that again. Kingdom connections matter. You've heard the, the saying, you've got to be connected to the right person to be able to succeed and make it even further. Be careful who you're connecting with. When it comes to the kingdom of God, we've got to make sure that we're connected to kingdom-minded people. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done. For yours is a kingdom, oh God. We've got to be connected with kingdom-minded people. I, 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 let, me, let me just say this. Wow, wow. Let me go down here for a little bit. I'm sorry. i got to pause for a moment. When my miracle connects with your miracle, watch out. When my miracle connects with your miracle, you better watch out. Devil, you better watch out. Because one can put a thousand to flight. But two can put 10,000 to flight. That doesn't make sense. Mathematically speaking, that does not make sense. Because if one can put 1,000, then two should put 2,000. But that's not the way God works. Can I tell you, that's not the way God works. That is not kingdom mentality. When we say one plus one equals two, that's not kingdom mentality. Because God will twist and take away what we think is the norm. And if one can put a thousand to flight, then if two connect, ten thousand of God, that multiply, that's ten times more. That is ten times more. Can I tell you, God loves the number ten. He loves the number 10. I want you to understand uh, the enemy's after you. And when we isolate ourselves, uh, when we are by ourselves, uh, we're in danger of being defeated. But when two come together, come here, son, come here. When two come together, watch this. And we stand next to each other and back to back. We Watch this. We're not only going to fight, but we're going to conquer. Bring it on, devil. I'm not by myself. I, 
I got somebody here with me that has a kingdom mind in them. They are kingdom connection. Why? Because we trust in the same God that is ruler of the kingdom, the king of kings and the Lord of lords. If any two come into agreement on any one thing here on earth and ask of the Lord, God says, I will give it to you. You can understand this church. When Mary and Elizabeth came to, there was a kingdom connection. Even before they were born, they were already kingdom minded. And the devil said, I've got to stop this. That's why he could not abort them inside the womb. He tried to take them out outside the womb. But he could not even do that. Because once you're connected to kingdom-minded people, the devil cannot listen. He can he will try, but he cannot. So no, when we come together, if there's any sickness because we are in agreement, he is gonna take place. If there's any darkness because we are in agreement, that darkness has got to flee. If there's any devils that are coming our way because we are connected in the name of Jesus, filled with the Spirit of God, that enemy will fall flat and will not overtake us. We will overcome and defeat. Why? Because we have kingdom connection. So I want you to understand, church, you are not alone. You're not by yourself. And in this season where people are feeling the loneliest and the most depressed, we need to send that back to the very pit of hell where it comes from. Because this is what God's saying. I'm not only with you, I am in you. And when I am in you, watch this, I will connect you with others that I'm in as well. So you're not fighting that battle by yourself. You're not going through this season by yourself. Get connected. Get connected. Because when our miracles connect, devil, watch out. You're not going to be held back. We're not going to be stopped. We're not going to be harmed. We're not going to be defeated. We're going to go from glory to glory, victory to victory. We're going to overcome whatever comes our way. Why? We're not in this by ourselves. We are kingdom connected and listen listen the devil what does he do the devil divides because he knows if we can get us divided he's going to have us the devil will want to divide our thinking our thoughts our spirit if he can divide us he has us but in the name of Jesus the devil will not divide Hell will try to build up walls to keep us separated. But I'm declaring and believing and saying, Lord, those walls must come down. The walls must come down in the name of Jesus. It's not black, white, brown, Latino, Asian. No, it's all that we are, the children of God.
It's not one better than the other and trying to know we're the children of God. That's who we are. And we come together. We lock arms together. And in the name of Jesus, watch this, we have the victory together. When Jesus appeared to John, there was exceedingly abundant joy that overflowed. I mean, it's interesting because the Bible didn't say that John was anointed. It said he was filled with joy. Isn't that awesome? In other words, John, you're about to do something so awesome that it's going to take the joy of the Lord in you to fulfill the task that is before you. Because if there's no joy in you, there will be no strength. There will be no motivation. Oh, the anointing is going to be upon you, but there's going to be joy in you. Because if there's joy in you, you're going to be able to prepare the way. Wow. There's going to be a way preparation because of the joy in you. Can I tell you, so many people have lost the way because joy is not in them. It's not in you. You lose the way of faith. You lose the way of salvation. You lose the way of hope. You lose the way of believing. Why? Because joy is not in you today. Not only God with, but God in. Because when God is in you, there's God things that are going to flow out of you. How do you know if people are filled with God in them? Hear the conversations. Follow them on social media. Yeah. Look at what they are posting. Look at their actions and reactions. Because, man, when God is in you, God, things are going to flow out of you. You cannot tell me that you're filled with God in you if filth is coming out of you, if lies are coming out of you, if cursing is coming out of you, if fear is coming out of you. Wait a second. It doesn't work that way. A fountain of water cannot give bitter and sweet water at the same time. Either you're sweet or you're bitter, one or the other. But let God in you change everything in you. Thank you, son. How many of you would say today, Pastor, I need more of God in me. I need that joy in me. Because joy produces strength. And strength will help you overcome whatever it is that the enemy will throw your way. We need the joy of the Lord to strengthen the inner being the inside of us. Are you ready to experience joy in you? Peace in you. Forgiveness in you. Deliverance in you. Freedom in you. This is the greatest time of the year. But not to be filled with bitterness and hurt and anger and pain. But to be filled with all the goodness. Oh, I might not have the latest Apple laptop or watch or phone. I still have my flip phone, but man, it works good. I might not have everything on social media, TikTok and Facebook and Instagram. 
All I got is MySpace, but it's working good. Yes. I may not be driving the best car, but man, it is faithful and keeps going. Woo, and it's not smoking as it used to. I may not have the best clothing to wear, but I got something to put on every single day. I may not have the best meals on there, but man, I am healthy enough. I got to call Jenny Craig. I want you to know God is up to something so good. But there's got to be an encounter that the God with us, Emmanuel, becomes the God in us. In every sense of the word. Would you stand right now? Would you play it right there where you're at? Ooh, I, I sense the Spirit of God just working right now. I know that God is up to something so amazing. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Right now, if you're here today and you say, Pastor, there's something about that message that just started speaking to me. I started thinking about the God in me. And, wow, I need help. I need help. Would you pray that this same Jesus would come and not only be with me, but be in me. I need his love in me. As every eye is closed and every head is bowed. The question I must ask right now is this. Does anybody just need for Jesus to be in Maybe he's been around you for many years. But now you realize you need him to be in. In. Forgiveness in you. Love in you. Peace in you. Joy in you. Would there be anybody here today that was a pastor? I need that God in me right there where you're at can you just kindly lift up your hand I want to pray for you would there be anybody God bless you 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 pastor I need that joy in me I need that peace in me I need that life fulfilling in me I need it in me pray for me right now pray for me right now Father, those hands that were raised right now, I pray in the name of Jesus. Right now, for your son, for your daughter, fill them. Let them be able to experience God in. They need that peace in. They need that love in them. They need that healing in 
them. They need forgiveness in them. So today, Father, I pray over every one of your children. Become not only the God with them, but more importantly, become the God in them. In them is peace. In them there is joy. In them there is love. In them there is hope. In them there is forgiveness. In them there is victory because you are in them. And we thank you today. In the name of Jesus. Amen. 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 If you pray that prayer, come on, can you give the Lord the best praise right now?